Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the U.S. nears a record high for coronavirus infections. The seven-day average ready to surpass the previous high set in January, plus confusion and pushback following the CDC's new isolation guidelines. Returning to the classroom, what the spike in new cases means for in-person learning. Your children are safer in school. The numbers speak for themselves. Wicked weather. Chicago records its first snowfall of the season, while severe weather threatens the South. Looking for justice, the parents of a teenage girl killed by a police officer speak out as body cam video leads to more questions. Her father's still in disbelief. He wants justice as any father would want. Denver shooting rampage, still no motive in the shooting deaths of five people, including the gunman. This is the holiday season. To have this type of spree take place is not normal for our community. California plane crash, four people killed when a small plane goes down on approach near San Diego. American innovation, a new hydrogen passenger ferry that could carry America to a greener future. Feeding America's military families, how your generosity leads to the one millionth meal served. And a lesson in giving from one generation to another. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us. I'm Major Garrett in for Nora. We begin tonight with the latest wave of COVID infections, making it feel, yes, like December of 2020. As an example, New York City is once again the epicenter of this stage of the pandemic, but it's not alone. New Jersey, Florida, Delaware and Massachusetts also recently reported new daily records. This as the national average of new infections approaches an all time high set 
almost one year ago. Meanwhile, some medical experts are questioning the CDC's new isolation guidelines. Long COVID testing lines remain throughout the country, with wait times topping four hours in parts of Florida. The recent surge in cases has spurred another wave of postponements and cancellations. Airlines canceled more than 1,000 domestic flights today, adding to the misery of air travelers still trying to return home from the holidays. And the CDC has now identified nearly 90 cruise ships where COVID outbreaks have been detected. And in the sports world, the Holiday Bowl in San Diego was canceled just hours before kickoff, becoming the fifth bowl game COVID casualty so far. CBS's Nikki Batiste has all the latest from New York. Nikki, good evening. Major, good evening. The CDC is now saying the Omicron variant is responsible for nearly 60% of all COVID cases across the country as of Christmas Day. The highly contagious variant is ravaging New York City. Here in Manhattan, one in 50 residents tested positive just in the past week. Tonight, New York's COVID numbers soaring as high as its skyscrapers. The city has seen its COVID case average climb to more than 20,000 a day, a nearly 11-fold increase in the last month. New York is now reporting more new cases per capita than in any other state. Across the country, hospitals are starting to feel the impact. Just after Thanksgiving, Jackson Health in Miami had 37 COVID patients. It now has over 200. In Massachusetts, new cases are skyrocketing. It is one of at least seven states now reporting record high daily infections, more cases than at any time since the start of the pandemic. Testing sites overwhelmed, lines still stretching for hours. We're trying to be the proactive type and, and get it done. If we don't know, then uh, <laughs> we could be spreading it around a lot further. But the lines mask a bigger problem, says Dr. Peter Hotez. The hard reality is it's hard to get a COVID test. Um, it shouldn't be that way, but that is the reality. The misery continues at the nation's airports. Today alone, more than 1,000 flights canceled. Over 5,000 U.S. cancellations since Christmas Eve. Some of it due to staffing shortages fueled by the Omicron variant. And tonight, more reaction to the new CDC guidelines, which cut the suggested isolation time for those who test positive and are asymptomatic from 10 days to 5. It's not only the healthcare workers, but we have to keep the essential, other essential workers in the workforce are fire and rescue. People are often shedding virus even before they have symptoms and, and therefore are contagious. And people are contagious mostly for the two or three days after they start having symptoms, not so much six, seven, eight or nine days afterwards. But there's some pushback from the Association of Flight Attendants, which says it could create an unsafe work environment, which will cause a much greater disruption than any staffing shortage. One immediate concern is the impact of all those holiday get-togethers. You know, Omicron is so highly transmissible that I've been advising people, if you don't have to have a New Year's party this year and you, or you can delay it a few weeks, that might make a big difference. Adding to all this worry, the flu is making a comeback this winter. The CDC said today hospitalizations are up and two children have died from the flu so far. Major... With the hard numbers and the key realities, Nikki Batiste, thank you so much. With the rise in cases in both adults and children, the question now turns to schools. Today, New York City's mayor said the nation's largest school district will reopen as planned on Monday. For other schools across the country, there is a feeling of deja vu. 
and uncertainty. Here's CBS's Meg Oliver. It's all in timing. Tiffany Jacobs is a working mom of five in Patterson, New Jersey. Before Christmas, the school district announced a return to all remote instruction for the first two weeks of January. I just felt like, here we go again. Here we go again. (laughs) That's all. Um, But it was inevitable. We knew it was coming. How did your kids react to the fact that they're going back to all remote? They're not too happy about it. (laughs) They're not. They'd rather be out. COVID cases are soaring in Patterson. Before winter break, about 20% of school district employees were absent. Eileen Schaefer is the superintendent. Knowing how much students suffer during all remote, how hard was it to make this decision? It was extremely hard to have to go back to remote. Um, You know, it was really a tough decision to make. But again, we, we have to err on the side of caution at all times. Nearly 300 schools in four states will start the year virtually. D.C. and Baltimore will take two days off to allow students and staff to test. Other cities like Seattle are telling families to prepare for a possible last-minute switch to remote learning. But following the guidance from top health officials, New York City has decided it's better for kids to be in person. Your children are safer in school. The numbers speak for themselves. With COVID cases rising, is it safe to reopen schools? It is if you have the protocols in place. Washington State Superintendent Chris Rakedow points to protocols like mask wearing and a high vaccination rate among staff. We know how to control this and keep spread minimal in schools. Sports are a little harder, but in, in classrooms, very effective with these strategies. And we did it before we even had a vaccine. Here in Patterson, New Jersey, the superintendent plans to keep schools all remote only until January 18th. During that time, they're offering families free rides to vaccination clinics. Major. Meg Oliver, thank you. Turning to the severe weather across the country, Chicago finally got its first measurable snowfall of the season today. The latest first snowfall in city history. The wintry conditions are stretching into the northeast. Meanwhile, more than a dozen cities across the south hit record highs for the day. Houston recorded its hottest December day ever, 84 degrees. Those warm temperatures will bring threats of severe weather tomorrow, including possible tornadoes across Tennessee and Alabama. The parents of the 14-year-old girl killed in a clothing store dressing room by a Los Angeles police officer's stray bullet called for justice today, one day after police released video showing the chaotic moments before the shooting. Here is CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti. I had a hospital customer in my store attacking attacking customers. 911 calls and surveillance video captured the chaos and confusion as 24-year-old Daniel Elena Lopez entered the North Hollywood Burlington clothing store and launched his attack. The suspect entered with his bike, which led to security asking him to leave. After he refused, he chased one woman down an escalator, then carried on his assault using a heavy bike lock to beat another customer. Within minutes, officers arrived at the scene. On the way, police say they received calls of shots fired. Body camera footage shows their guns drawn as they enter the store. As they made their way up the store escalator, Elena Lopez, seen on another surveillance camera, continued to hit and kick his victim behind a display. Officers followed a trail of blood and rescued the injured woman, then shot and killed Lopez as he stood at the end of the aisle. He was declared dead at the scene. No gun was found on him. The footage released by the LAPD on Monday then captures the wailing of Soledad Orellana Peralta. 
At a press conference today, she recalled the tragedy as one of the officer's bullets pierced through a wall, hitting her 14-year-old daughter, Valentina. Something hit my daughter, Valentina, and it knocked us to the ground. They had been hiding in a dressing room, hugging and praying after the chaos erupted on a Christmas shopping trip. And she died in my arms. I couldn't do anything. Valentina's parents promised to seek justice for their daughter and have hired an attorney. Police officers I've spoken with have called this a tragic accident. What do you call this? Preventable. Unnecessary. Needless. And the shooting has sparked debate over police tactics. The LAPD has shot and killed 18 people this year, more than double compared to last year, Major. Hugging and praying. Jonathan Vigliotti, thank you. Now to Denver, where police are investigating the motive for Monday night's shooting, that, a shooting spree, rather, that left six people dead, including the gunman. The shootings began around 5 p.m. and continued across multiple locations. The suspect was killed after exchanging gunfire with police. Two other people, including a police officer, were injured. The suspect has been identified as Lyndon McLeod. Police say some of his victims were targeted. Federal investigators are on the scene of a small plane crash near San Diego. Four people were killed when the small Learjet crashed and burned just after 7 p.m. Monday night. No one on the ground was hurt, but one home was damaged. Power lines were knocked down. The NTSB is handling the investigation. The future of sea travel could be here, and it may bring some help for the planet. It's another example of American innovation. Here is CBS's Ben Tracy. For more than a century, ferry boats have moved people around San Francisco Bay, powered mostly by diesel, a planet-warming fossil fuel. So this is the, uh, the boat of the future. But now, there's a sea change coming. Down the hatch. Down the hatch, yes, sir. This is the first passenger ferry in the world. So these are the fuel cells. Powered entirely by hydrogen fuel cells. Instead of a big diesel engine, spinning things to make power just happens here in the fuel cells. Jeff Sokolik is with All-American Marine in Bellingham, Washington. It built the 75-passenger catamaran that will soon launch in San Francisco Bay with zero emissions. And that's really uh, kind of the holy grail uh, of this. Ron Willey is president of the company. What does a hydrogen-powered boat allow for? When you actually use hydrogen to create electricity, the only byproduct is literally hot water. So it's zero emissions, completely clean. The marine industry, mostly international shipping, is one of the dirty and not-so-little secrets of climate change. It causes about 3% of all global carbon dioxide gas emissions, which is more than the CO2 emissions from the airline industry. This much larger hydrogen-powered ferry is now being built in Europe, and the technology could eventually be applied to container ships. But there is a downside. If hydrogen leaks during production or from its tanks, it contributes to global warming. There's a lot of hope and promise around it, but in order for it to really move forward, in order for the climate to be protected, we need to understand what the, the leak potential really is. Back in Bellingham, they're proud that a cleaner future is being built in America. I really think it's going to be a game changer as things move forward. And a sea change for the industry. Ben Tracy, CBS News, Bellingham, Washington. Tonight, a prosecutor said former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo will not face criminal charges following accusations of unwanted kissing made by two women. New York's Westchester County District Attorney said she found the allegations credible. 
but that they did not merit charges. Cuomo, who resigned in August, is still being investigated by two other county district attorneys. He has denied touching anyone inappropriately. Now, a follow-up on an important issue we have been reporting on, military families facing food insecurity. It is a real crisis. The Pentagon responded, and so did you. That response just hit a milestone. CBS's Mark Strassman tells us more. If a picture's worth a thousand words... Thank you for your service. Your donations were worth one million meals to military families battling hunger. If y'all just head right in there, they help you out. Near Fort Hood in Texas, hundreds of families each received 60 pounds of free groceries. This food makes a huge impact on their lives, on their family lives. Back in February, we started reporting on military families struggling to feed themselves. Why? Low incomes, frequent moves, denial up the chain of command. I cannot feed my kids. It's just unacceptable, really. From Joint Base Lewis McCord in Washington State to Naval Station Norfolk in Virginia. How can they focus on the mission when your family can't even survive? In one study, nearly 40% of active duty military families faced hunger issues at the start of the COVID era. Finally, the Pentagon agreed to identify and help them. Our men and women in uniform and their families have enough to worry about. Basic necessities like food and housing shouldn't be among them. You jumped in to help, unprompted, donating more than $600,000. What an impact. I am absolutely humbled and incredibly emotional to share with each of you here with us today that we just officially broke one million meals for military families. Enough to feed 7,000 families. This would not have been possible without the support of CVS shining a spotlight on the issue and then the viewers who really leaned in to provide incredible support. These families have our backs. You had theirs. Thank you, CBS viewers! Mark Strassman, CBS News, Atlanta. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Brazil's government today pledged some $30 million of aid in the wake of disastrous flooding. At least 20 people have died and tens of thousands have been displaced by weeks of heavy rain in the country's northeast and southern regions. It got even worse on Christmas Eve when two dams gave way. At least 30 cities have been swamped with water. Police in Broward County, Florida, are searching for a driver involved in a deadly hit and run. It happened Monday near Fort Lauderdale. A car struck a group of children at a bus stop then sped away. The vehicle has been recovered. Two girls, ages six and five, were killed. Four other children were hurt. A time capsule buried 130 years ago revealed its secrets today. Conservationists opened the copper box after it was found beneath the statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Richmond, Virginia. Inside, Civil War artifacts, including money and bullets. Also, 
a full-page illustration from Harper's Weekly depicting President Lincoln's gravesite. The Lee statue was removed in September after years of intense debate. Tis the season of giving. We all know that. It's something a group of Arizona high school students have most definitely taken to heart. Here is CBS's Jamie Yukas. At Tucson's University High School, these students are making dreams come true. Thank you. Their latest endeavor? Putting up Christmas decorations. Just the way 77-year-old Nancy Mattern always had, but could no longer do. I feel like a lot of people my age don't really think about what seniors are doing and what they're going through. That's beautiful. They have no real knowledge of how huge this really is, what they're doing, and it is huge. This isn't about making a last dream come true. This is about bringing quality to the life. Hospice coordinator Belinda Motzkin-Brower bridges the gap between students and patients. Nancy called her before our visit to the school, asking to convey a message. They made my Christmas, and I love every one of them for doing this. Tell them to keep up their good hearts. I think a lot of the time we aren't just giving back to these patients, but we're also receiving life lessons. What life lessons have you learned? A big one is appreciating simplicity. I just feel like you guys are way wise beyond your years. (laughs) (laughs) I think just having that connection between the younger generation and the older generation will just make our society a better place. Jamie Yukis, CBS News, Tucson. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, Unifying America, how a New Jersey high school is trying to bridge the gap between police and the black students who distrust them. Quick reminder, if you can't watch us live, please don't forget to set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Major Garrett in the nation's capital. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.